Well, at this point, if you didn't know it when you came in, you have uh, by now gathered that tomorrow is Christmas. And uh, one of the wonderful things about Christmas is the gift giving. Right? The, the giving gifts to people, the anticipation of opening gifts. Sometimes you have a pretty good idea of what it is, but you don't exactly know what it is, and so you're just waiting to open it and you're really excited about it. Sometimes you have no idea what it is. And you're looking at this box going, I cannot think of anything that I could possibly want that is that shaped, but I'm sure that I do. And so um, I cannot wait to open this and see what it is. And sometimes you're on the other side of it. You're the gift giver and you just, you know that this year you got it right. This is the perfect gift. And you cannot wait for the other person to open that gift. And as we are getting ready for Christmas... Um, and anticipating both the giving and the receiving of gifts, we want to look at Scripture and see uh, God's gift to us. Okay, And so uh, I just want to start by uh, remembering what happened all the way back at the beginning so that we can set up God's gift for us. Because way at the very beginning, I mean the very, very beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he made everything good and beautiful and perfect within his creation. And he said, you know what we need? We need some people. Some people that are kind of like me, made in my image. We need those people to be right here in this wonderful place that I have created so that they might enjoy it with me. And that they might take care of all of this stuff that I have created. And so he took Adam and Eve and he put them in the Garden of Eden. And there were Adam and Eve. God's special people in God's special place that he had created just for them with God's special presence with them. Kids, do you know what presence is? Not, not present like a gift, but presence. Presence means that you are with somebody. And so God was giving himself to his special people in his special place. He was giving them his presence. He was with them there. And that was wonderful until they disobeyed him, until they sinned. And when they sinned, then it was no longer okay. They took from the fruit of the tree that God told them, don't take fruit from that tree, and they did it anyway. And he said, that, that's, not, that's not going to be okay. That's sin. And so you can't be in this place with me, with my presence, because we can't have sin in my special place with my special presence. And so you're going to have to leave. And so Adam and Eve had to leave the Garden of Eden. And many generations later, right? So not Adam's kids or his grandkids or his great-grandkids, but, but many generations later, there was a man named Abraham. And God came to Abraham and God said to Abraham, Abraham, you, you and all of your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids, you are going to be my people. And I want you to come out of the land of Ur where your father lives and where your family has lived. And I want you to come to this special place that I'm making for you. It's a special place. And I am going to be your God, and you are going to be my people, and we are going to be in this special place. And so Abraham went, okay. And he and his wife, Sarah, they went to that special place, and they saw this land that God was going to give them and to their uh, uh, kids. 
But they didn't quite get to live it. They didn't quite realize the promise. It was a promised gift. God had said, this is going to be the gift that I will give you and to all of your kids. But you, you don't quite get to experience all of it yet. In fact, it was not uh, Abraham's son, Isaac, or his grandson, Jacob, or even his great-grandson, but it was down to the 14th generation before you got to David. And at David, now we had this king who loved God. In God's place that he had provided, over God's people, and David said, you know what, God, I really love you. I want to make a place, a home for you. I want to make a home for you in this place where you can be present with your people. And God said, oh, David, I love that you want that, but no. No, you don't get to build that place for me. Your son can build a home for me. And actually, David, I, I love so much that that's what you want. That one of your descendants, one of your descendants will be on the throne over my people in my place with my presence forever and ever. That will be one of your descendants. It's not going to be you, but it will be one of your descendants. Well, it wasn't Solomon, David's son. And it wasn't David's grandson or his great-grandson. And after 14 generations, do you know what happened? It still wasn't. After 14 generations, God's people had been so disobedient to God that just like Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden and said, you can't be like this in my place. God said once again to his people, you have to leave. You can't be like this in my place. Because this is my special place. You're supposed to be my special people with my special presence and you're not behaving like that. And so you must go. But someday I will, I will fulfill my promise to Abraham and I will fulfill my promise to David. It's just not yet. And so they waited for another 14 generations and then something strange began to happen. And let's see what that was. So that's a video by the Bible Project. And there are lots of videos online that you can see. And they uh, explain a lot of different scriptures if you want to go look at those. But let's now see how Luke writes it. He said, In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. He went to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. So if we're remembering the promises to uh, Abraham and then to David, what we now have is this interesting beginning where uh, Luke tells us that this person who is a descendant of David now has to go to the city of David, to Bethlehem, the place where David had been uh, living, 
And there he goes with uh, Mary to um, register, but there is going to be a child born there. And so just as we begin to read that in anticipation because of all of the promises given to us from the Old Testament, we were going, okay, this is a little bit strange. This is, this is interesting. I wonder why he's telling us about this descendant of David who's now coming to the home of David. And it says in verse 8, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all of the people. For unto you is born this day... In the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was, an, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Can you imagine being those shepherds? Every day would be a normal day. You're just taking the sheep out to the fields. Then you bring them home again. And if the weather is nice, then you could just go and stay out in the fields. And so these shepherds were just out in the fields, making sure that the sheep were safe. Making sure that nobody came to take the sheep. Making sure that no wild animals came to get the sheep. They were just sitting out there and probably they were sitting out there talking. They didn't have a lot to do just sitting out there watching the sheep and talking about a a lot of different things. And they were pretty ordinary people. And suddenly an angel appears to them. And begins telling them all of these very interesting things. Fear not. Don't don't be afraid. I know that you're very scared, but don't be afraid because I have something super exciting to tell you. Super, super exciting. Do you ever get super excited about telling somebody something? I do. You can tell I'm the excitable kind of person. I get super excited. I, I love surprises especially. You know, hey, guess what? We get to all go together to see zoo lights. Yes! And so here comes this angel, right? And the angel is coming and it's going to tell them about something that's happening, something that they weren't expecting. They knew all of those promises to Abraham and to David. They knew that eventually God would come again. God would bring this gift to his people. But they're still not expecting it tonight. They're not expecting it right now. And so here's this angel. Don't be afraid because I've got great news. Because today in the city of David, one of David's descendants has been born. And He is the Savior. He's the Anointed One. He's the Chosen One, the Christ, the Lord. And He's been born today. And the shepherds are going, Whoa! An angel! Whoa! The Savior was born today? The Savior was born today! 
The Savior was born today. They were so excited because this was the day that they had been waiting for and they had no idea it was this close. And so all of those shepherds went, let's go check this out. How can we know if this is true? And the angel said, look, I'll tell you how you'll know it's true. You think all of this is strange. You're going to go and you're going to find this baby. It's going to have been born today. It's going to be all wrapped up and it's going to be lying in a feeding trough. And the shepherds are going, no way. You got to be kidding me. The angel came and talked to me, to a bunch of shepherds to tell us. Why would that be? We're just normal people. And the, the, the baby, the Savior, the great King, the descendant of David, who's going to rule forever and ever, was born and laid in a manger? In a feeding trough? That's weird. And they turned to each other after the, the angel said, No, no, you've got to understand. You've got to understand. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. God is so happy to give this gift to you that all of these angels suddenly show up. If, if those shepherds were scared because one angel was there, suddenly the whole sky is lit up with angels. Just a whole bunch of angels, all of them singing together. Yay! Glory to God! Glory to God! When we get get excited about giving a present to somebody, I get excited. But when you know it's a really, really good present, the whole family gets excited. And in this case, the whole family is excited. All of the angels along with God, because the angels know how wonderful it is to be in God's presence, to be with God. And now, now, God is giving His gift, His presence, Himself, to be with His people. And all the angels are so excited they can't keep it in anymore. They all show up and they all start singing together. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Because there's peace on earth. Because God loves you and has sent you the greatest gift. And then they all disappear and the, angels, uh, the shepherds are sitting there going, Did that really happen? Did you see what I just saw? And the other shepherds go, Yeah, I just saw what you just saw. Was that weird? Yeah. Do you think there's any way that's true? Maybe. You think we should go find out? And so the shepherds get up and they go. And they go looking. And how are they going to know if they find, if this is true, if they find the right child? Well, it's going to be laying in a, a feeding trough. A place where the animals eat. And so the shepherds go and they look and sure enough, when the angels went away from them, the, away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem to see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made, made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen just as it had been told to them. So here the shepherds come and they look and they go, Wow! 
a baby laying in a feeding trough. And Mary and Joseph... Yes, that's our baby lying in a feeding trough. Why are you so excited about it? You can't have him. He's ours. And the shepherds said, No, you don't understand. We just saw an angel who told us that this is the Christ. This is the descendant of David who's going to reign forever and ever over God's people with his place. And he's going to be with them. You don't understand how awesome this baby is. And Mary and Joseph went, That's what the angels told us before he was born. That's amazing. He told, the angels told you too? And the shepherds said, yeah. And the shepherds went out from there and they just started telling everybody, you won't believe the gift that we just got. You won't believe the gift that we just got. You're a shepherd. What kind of a gift could it be? Do you get a new staff? New cloak? No, better than that. It's a baby laying in a feeding trough. It probably sounded pretty funny to the other people too. It's a baby lying in a feeding trough? Yeah, but an angel told us that that baby lying in the feeding trough is that promised Messiah, the Christ, the descendant of David that we have been waiting for. He's finally here. Wait, if that's the descendant of David that we've been waiting for, do you know what that means? Yeah. God is going to restore His people. God is going to once again have His people in His place with His presence because He's going to be with them. And it's even better than that because God Himself became that baby. Jesus, the Son of God, didn't just say, come to this place where I will be with you, but He said, I am coming to your place where I will be with you. And anyone who comes to Me will be My person, will be among My people, and I will be with you wherever you are, and you will have My presence. And that is what we are celebrating That's why we get so excited at Christmas time. That's why we come to church on Christmas time. So that we can celebrate. Because when we give gifts back and forth, it's a remembering. It's an enjoying and a celebrating. We love one another and that's why we give gifts. And that's why we receive gifts. And it makes us happy because we know how much that person loves us. Even if we don't get exactly the gift we hoped for, We know they love us because of this gift that they gave to us. And we know that even if they don't exactly like the gift that we give them, they know that we love them and that's why we gave them the gift. And we are celebrating that God has already given us the best gift. That the angels already knew that is to be able to be with God and not have sin be a problem anymore. Not have God say, oh, I'm sorry, that's sin, and so you're going to have to go out of my place and away from my presence. Instead, he said, I am going to send Jesus, and when you come to Jesus, he will forgive your sin, and you can be with me always and forever, because Jesus is the King, always and forever.
And so let's celebrate that some more this morning. Let's sing some more songs and we will know that the angels in heaven are singing with us as we are bringing glory to God. Let's pray. Oh Lord, our God, we are thankful this morning and rejoicing in the gifts that you have given to us. We thank you for all of the ways that you have taken care of us and loved us. But Lord, we celebrate the most this morning, the birth of Jesus. That Jesus came to be with us, his people. So that when we come to him, we might be forgiven of our sin and we might be with you forevermore. And so, Lord, we rejoice in that now together. In your name, amen.